0: What does Paul mean when he tells the Thessalonians that the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain will meet the Lord in the air? Is this the rapture? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, in our detailed study as we seek our Answers from Scripture.
1: Welcome, everyone, to Answers from Scripture. I'm Eddie Armstrong. And... Charlie Hayes. Say hello, Charlie are you both? Are you,
0: are you both Eddie Armstrong I, and Charlie Hayes? I am. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> so I can do my yeah. voice at the same time.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty, yeah. 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 Well, well, we have a fun time doing this. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm hoping that we also have a great time today as we finish off this uh this current thing we're working on. But uh yes, we've been talking about ahead. what the
1: rapture is not, and we're down to number five. Uh it is not a second coming with a part A and a part B. The return of Christ is a one-time event. Uh, Jesus takes us to where he is after he returns. Remember, that was his promise uh, that uh, it says, in my house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I come again, I'll receive you unto myself that where I am, you may be also. So when he comes, he takes us back to where he is. So that's a one-time event. We've kind of talked about that. We're going to talk a little more when we get into the seven-year tribulation. So we'll stay there in heaven for a thousand years. We're going to talk about that too. The thousand years begins when Jesus returns. <clears throat> and Then all the redeemed of uh, all ages. Uh, they'll be resurrected if they have been uh, are dead. And the alive will meet them in the air. And we'll get to actually watch the Lord create a new heaven and a new earth. So that's a, a very exciting thing to look forward to.
0: I, I think that's that's something that uh, you have been talking about with a lot of glee in your voice. Yes, <laughs> being able to watch uh, God do His creative thing mm-hmm. and uh, at, at, at a masterful scale. We we every day see God do creative things all around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why so many people have trouble with the idea that everything is a sort of random chance because we look around and we go no we see the touch of the creator everywhere around us and it's, it's in fact it takes a lot more faith as we say to not believe there's a Creator than to believe there's a creator yeah, exactly. out there yeah, yeah that's, that's, So, so and and when he says i go to prepare a place for you i think that's amazing right there too mm-hmm. i mean but that's just like god in that he prepared this earth for us Mm -hmm. and and then he's going to go away to prepare yet another place for us so i'm taking it that this isn't going to be some last minute find yourself a little place in the corner with a little pillow Mm -hmm. uh type thing he's going to make something that's going to be exclusively or meant just for us as just as the earth is meant just for Mm -hmm. us
1: yeah, no. there's that uh, carpentry aspect, which, you know, Jesus <laughs> building things for us to occupy. But there's also the aspect of uh, his ministry now in heaven as our uh, high priest, as our mentor, as our mediator. He's preparing us to be there as he works upon our hearts so that we long to be there and, and that when we get there, we fit right in. So he's preparing us and a place for us to occupy throughout eternity. And that just really excites me. I like Revelation hey. twenty-one, one through three. Maybe we can use this for a little bit of discussion about this new heaven and a new earth, because John said that he saw a new heaven and a new earth. But what happened to the old heaven and the old earth? Says the first you know heaven our, and a
0: our previous our previous our previous study, we looked at Second uh, th- th- uh, Peter three, yeah, and we saw a destructive event happen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> so so I'm thinking that that has something to do with what happened to the old heaven, and the old earth. Yeah, it says and, uh, it says, and
1: says that very thing. Ahead. For that first heaven, the first earth had passed away. Well, we know how it passed away; it passed away at the return of Christ. He yep, and also there was no more sea. Now a lot of people say, "Well, there's not going to be any oceans." Uh, on uh, on earth, it'll just be all dry land. Do you think that's what it's saying or is that some kind of symbolic language?
0: Well, there's a good reason to believe it's symbolic. Yeah. And let me tell you why I think that is uh, because John was, as he's writing this, was on a island of Patmos, mm-hmm. separated from his brothers by the sea and there was no way to get to his brothers. He was locked in. And so I'm, I'm thinking that there's a good reason to believe this is more, this might have a symbolic meaning.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, People enjoy the sea and looking over the vastness of open water like that. Uh, There is symbolic language and there's literal language combined throughout revelation. And you can kind of see it and pick it out. Now, when John saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from heaven, that seems very literal. But the next phrase says, prepared as a bride for her husband. Of course, we know that's symbolic, right? It's descriptive of what this uh, yeah. literal city looks like.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, it's yeah prepared as a bride for her husband, which which tells you, you know, when I... Think about my wedding mm-hmm. with uh, my wonderful wife right. uh, She was perfect in every mm-hmm. way. Uh, that's all I can tell you. I stood down at the altar and watched this angel float down the aisle mm-hmm. right, so i I think that's what that's sort of the symbology we see mm-hmm. here when we'll see the new heaven, new earth, whatever, and it's prepared perfectly for us. And in looking at it, we're going to go, wow, how beautiful. Yes. How beautiful. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm sure it'll be breathtaking, very similar to your description of your bride, Vonda. As she came down the aisle, uh, I know that she was prepared for you. And uh, that place that God has prepared uh, that he said he went away to, he's going to bring it down. And there's a very good description of the. Uh, this new Jerusalem uh, in Revelation that we could talk about sometime. But the next part of that says, and I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. God himself shall be with them and be their God. Now, can I hear amen, an amen? amen and amen. <laughs> amen. So this loud voice is, uh, whether it's literal or symbolic, doesn't matter it's the content that matters here and the content is god himself will be with them and be their god so the presence of god will be with us and that's exciting too
0: you know sometimes the loudest loudest things ever said are said in a whisper and i'm I'm not saying that this is a whisper by any means but i think It is a meaningful thing that's being heard by everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if it has to be ear splitting for that to happen, but I think everyone will hear it. And that's why it said it's given in a loud voice from heaven so that all of God's people will be able to hear these words and know that it's over as far as the old systems go. Uh, The tribulation, which they went through is over. The sin which we've, has so dominated this world is over. Uh, children being used and abused and beaten are over. Right. <laughs> People being abused, abused and beaten is mm-hmm. over.
1: War is uh, over.
0: We now we so we start eternity. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yeah. The good thing is that the uh, source of all these pain, uh, who began it all, and who should be the one that's held responsible for it is satan he's the one that's the father of lies that started all this he's gone too uh that's the beautiful thing about this he's he doesn't have his own little space in in heaven or in the universe or somewhere deep within the earth where he's still alive and still poking at people that are uh in torture from flames and that'll be our, one of the topics we're going to talk about in the future is this idea that uh, there's a place of torture somewhere in the corner of this universe that continues without end. Uh, I know there's some Bibles that would kind of insinuate that, Bible verses, but uh, we we know that there's many, many more verses that says the wages of sin is eternal death. We can talk about that next time.
0: Well. Well, yeah, I think the, the key verse, we mm-hmm. all know it. Everyone knows the key verse that tells us that the the lost right. perish, right? Because it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Those that, Those are the alternatives. <laughs> so it's very clear, and we all know that verse, and yet somehow, sometimes we get yeah. confused. Eddie, next time, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the part A or part B and why there's not a part A, part B. And looking at these two verses we focused on, John 14 and uh, in Revelation 21, I think we can see why there cannot be a part right. A and part B. It all has to happen at once. But we'll do that Amen. next time. Thank you for joining us. Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, would like to encourage you to share Answers from Scripture with a friend. We believe it will bless them. Please give us some feedback by writing us at gmail.com and encourage your friend to do so also. There are many useful links in the description of this podcast. Please go investigate and take advantage of them. And as always, join us as we seek our Answers from Scripture.